Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another video on the channel. In today's video, we are going to be doing part two of my top 100 prospects in the 2023 NFL Draft Series. Last video, I did prospects number 100 through 60. Today's video is going to be prospects 59 through 26. And then next Friday's video will be to the top 25. So make sure you subscribe so you don't miss that video. And you don't miss future videos that I have been putting out um, or have planned to put out, uh, rather. Um, I have a lot of draft content on the way. And um, my goal is to reach 100 subscribers by the first night of the draft, April 27th, which I will be live streaming for you guys. So make sure to tune in if you would like. But without further ado, please don't forget that if you disagree, agree, or hate any of my rankings, um, let me know your opinions down below. I love reading you guys' thoughts and opinions, and sometimes I even take them into consideration when I'm doing research for my next video. So let me know what your thoughts are on these prospects down below. But let's go ahead and start. We're going to start with 59, and we're going to work our way down to 26. Starting with 59, we have Julius Brents, the corner from Kansas State. Julius Brents is 6'3", 200 pounds, good size, got good long arms, good length. Um, he is good in run support as well, and I think he's got a really good press move, and I think he got a really good um, jab move um, to throw receivers off of their timing. I think that he struggles a little bit with some speed on big routes. Like I think he could get burnt over the top on like those long go routes if he doesn't get a good press or if he gets beaten quickly. Um, and I think he can be a little bit too aggressive and can get baited from time to time. It's kind of think of like what Trayvon Diggs does um, with the Cowboys, kind of tries to make a play too much sometimes. Number 58, we have Luke Musgrave, the tight end from Oregon State. He is 6'6", 250 pounds. He's got great footwork. He's got good hands. Um, he has the speed to blow past linebackers. So most linebackers in the NFL probably won't be able to cover him one-on-one. -on -one. Um, but he is a liability in run blocking. So he does need to get much better at that if he's going to be a consistent tight end in the NFL. Number 57, Tanner McKee, the quarterback from Stanford. Six foot six, 230 pounds. He's got good size. He's got, honestly, a good tight release. And he throws a pretty good spiral. And I do see that he does make a lot of those like nice sideline throws. Um, but unfortunately, he struggles a lot with turnovers. And he is not athletic at all. He's a statue. He's, you know, and any of those rollouts or any of those off-schedule plays, he's just not going to be able to, to run those. Number 56, we have Sam Laporta, the tight end from Iowa. Six foot three, 245 pounds. Listen, at Iowa, he was productive despite having a bad quarterback and a bad offense around him. Um, I think he's a great route runner, and I think he's got really good yards after catchability. But kind of like I just said with Musgrave, his run blocking would need some work. He's not as bad as Musgrave's, and I think he's a little bit better of a receiver, but he does need to work in that area as well. Um, next, we have 50, number 55, John Michael Schmitz. Um, the center, he's six foot three and a half. He's 300 pounds. Um, he, you know, he's the, he's the type of leader on the offensive line. He makes the calls. He does all the communications. He finishes his blocks. Um, he's got really good balance. I think sometimes, though, he can struggle because his arms are a bit short and he kind of overextends. But I think that that's something that you can work around as a center. I don't think it's the biggest deal in the world. Number 54, we have Emmanuel Forbes, the corner from Mississippi State. Six foot one, 165 pounds. Um, really good with play recognition. Um, you know, he's very productive. He had 14 interceptions and six touchdowns at his time at Mississippi State. He's got good ball skills, as you can probably tell by those 14 picks. Um, but sometimes he's a bit overaggressive, and because of his leaner frame, sometimes he does struggle with tackling. So he will have to work on his tackling at the next level. Number 53, we have Andre Carter, the edge from Army. 6'6 six, six and a half, 260 pounds. Listen, he had 15 and a half sacks in 2021, which is really good. He's got a really nice frame. Um, obviously, he's big, he's strong. You know, he's got that well-built frame and his feet. Um, I do think that, you know, he do, does need to work a little bit in his run support. He will need to play the run a little bit better than he does just now. 
Number 52, we have Luke, Luke Weipler, um, the center from Ohio State. He's six foot three, 300 pounds. He's athletic. He is really good at blocking at the second level, you know, going to get linebackers or, you know, box safeties or anything like that. Does have really nice um, feet. Sometimes he does get beat by the bull rush move, though. And I think in 2021, he had some issues kind of snapping. But honestly, that's just the report. That's just one of the reports that I read. Um, I don't think that that was such an issue in 2022. I think maybe he was just getting used to playing center at the collegiate level in 2021. So I don't think that'll be much of a factor. Number 51, we have Nick Herbig, the edge from Wisconsin. One of the guys whose names I'm probably not pronouncing correctly, but that's okay. He is 6'2", 240 pounds. Listen, at Wisconsin, he was a three-year starter. He was productive. He is very good at recognizing plays. And surprisingly, he's actually pretty good in coverage as well. Um, I personally think that he's a bit small to play edge in the NFL. So I can see him moving to outside linebacker because, again, he does have those coverage skills. He can rush the passer when need be. Um, and I think he needs to get a little bit stronger if he wants to play edge. Number 50, we have Jack Campbell, the linebacker from Iowa. Um, Jack Campbell, 6'5", 250 pounds, big frame. He's a great athlete, um, and he's really good in zone coverage as a linebacker, which is predominantly what he's going to be playing in as a Mike linebacker at the next level. Um, he does struggle a little bit because of his such big size, but change of direction a little bit, and man coverage is obviously not his specialty because of how big he is. But I think, again, I think he's going to be primarily in zone coverage. Number 49, and I put the 49ers as as uh, the team here because I think that this works very well for the 49ers. Matthew Bergenson, the offensive tackle from Syracuse, 6'5", 320. Um, he's versatile with both tackle spots, left tackle and right tackle. He's really good with his run blocking, especially that zone running scheme. And um, he really does he really is able to sustain his run blocks. He's not great in pass pro, though. And the reason I say the 49ers is because they did just lose Mike McGlinchey in free agency, and they do run that zone blocking scheme. So if you're looking for a third-round tackle, the Niners have, I believe, three picks in succession of each other in the third round. So don't be surprised, don't be surprised if Matthew Bergenson is not one of those picks. Number 48, I have Antonio Johnson, the safety from Texas A&M, 6'2", 200 pounds. He's got really good size and really good physicality for the safety position. Um, you can play him in the box or you can play him in nickel. Um, I think that he does do actually very well in man coverage. and He's got the speed to run with guys. Um, I do think he needs to work on his tackling a little bit, and sometimes I think he gets a little off balance with his initial back pedal. Number 47, we have Cody Mouch, Mooch, whatever. Um, the guy's missing two front teeth, so I don't even think he can pronounce his own name. Um, North Dakota State, offensive tackle. Listen, like I just said, you know, 6'5", 302, like I said, tough missing his two front teeth that's the kind of guy i want i want my offensive line to be butt ugly i don't want no pretty boy offensive lineman i want my guys to have long hair big beards you know fucked up teeth that's the kind of that's that's the kind of shit i like an offensive lineman um really good as a run blocker really good in downfield blocking his arms are a bit short and he did struggle with some holding penalties but again i think the holding penalties you can coach out of him so i really do like the upside still number 46 we have drew sanders the linebacker from arkansas um one of my one of if not my favorite linebackers in this draft class, and it's not just because he initially went to Alabama, um, played at Arkansas last year. You know, he's six foot four, two hundred thirty-five pounds. He's long and he's fast. He's physical and he can rush the passer. Um, I think he might need to put on a little bit more strength, but pretty much everything you want a linebacker, I think Drew Sanders can do for you. Number forty-five, I have Hendon Hooker, the quarterback from Tennessee. Guy's six foot three. 215 pounds. He does have really good throwing mechanics, and I think he's got a nice release. 
Um, you saw it at Tennessee a lot. They threw the ball deep a lot, so he does have a nice deep ball, I'd say. Um, and he is tough in the pocket. I'm not going to say he's a good pocket mover because he often just kind of stands still. But he is one of those quarterbacks that isn't afraid to take hits in the pocket, and he will stand there as long as he needs to to be able to make that throw. Um, some of the negatives, you know, he's old. He's 25 years old coming into the NFL. That's pretty old. Um, he did. He is coming off of a torn ACL, and, you know, when plays go off-platform, I don't think that he he's not the best, like, thrower on the run. He's not the best, you know, improviser or anything like that. So he does need to work on that. Number 44, Joe Tipman, the center from Wisconsin, Six foot six, 315 pounds. The guy's very smart. He's got high football IQ. He's athletic, and he's really good in that zone blocking scheme. Uh, I think sometimes his pad level does get a little bit too high, so defensive linemen can, you know, uh, leverage him to their pleasing. Pause. Um, number 43, and I'm going to – you guys got to be patient with me, all right? Felix Anudike Uzama. I hope I said that right. I really did. Um, edge from Kansas State, six foot three, two hundred and fifty-five pounds. He's got a great bull rush move. I mean, you guys are gonna salivate at the mouth when you guys see his bull rush move. Um, really good in run defense. He's got a really high motor as well. I think sometimes his feet get a little choppy, um, and I think he doesn't have a whole lot of experience, which, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. But you know, there's not a whole lot of um, film on him. I believe he was only a starter for one year at, at Kansas State. So. Whatever. Um, next, at number 42, I have Keely Ringo, the corner from Georgia. Six foot two, 210 pounds. Good size and good strength to be an outside cornerback. He does have actually really good speed. He's a lot faster than you probably think he is. And I think he's got good press move. You know, this is a guy type of guy. He's not going to play in the slot much. He will be one of your two outside corners. Um, he was penalized about nine times this past season. Um, and I think his hips can get a little stiff sometimes. So watch out for that. Number 41, I have Keanu Benton, the defensive tackle from Wisconsin, six foot four, 310 pounds. And I put this in emphasis. He is strong. This dude is a fucking unit. He was a four-year starter at Wisconsin, and he's got really strong clubbing hands. You know, it's not easy to move this guy. Um, obviously, being that he's such a fucking unit, uh, probably not the quickest guy in the world, right? And I think that he probably doesn't have a lot of versatility at D-tackle. I could see him just being primarily an A-gap type of guy, but... Again, there is a role for him in the NFL. I have no doubt about that. Number 40, I have Will Levis, quarterback from Kentucky. Covered Will Levis a lot on this channel, but just to briefly, briefly give you guys an analysis. Six foot four, 230 pounds, good size, good build, good arm strength, and he actually is very tough. Um, but, you know, the accuracy and the footwork are just atrocious at this point. Also, um, he eats bananas whole and puts mayonnaise in his coffee, so just because of that, he's probably off my draft board, but... Honestly, some team will take a trade. Will take a chance on his traits. Number thirty-nine. I have B.J. Ojolari, the edge from LSU, six foot two, two hundred fifty pounds. Um, very quick, very quick guy. He's got a good ghost move um, that fools a lot of offensive linemen, and he's got um, good get off and going up the field. Um, I think some of his production kind of tailed off a little bit last season. Uh, I do think he needs to get a bit stronger, but I really like B.J. Ojolari. Number thirty-eight. Um, Keanu White, the edge from Georgia Tech. This guy is a fucking unit. He's six foot five, two hundred eighty-five pounds. Great size, great athleticism. Very quick, very powerful. Um, I think you know he needs to get a more of like a signature move. He doesn't have like a go-to move. Um, 
So I think if he can establish like a go-to pass rush move, then he could be a really, really good force. Um, he was a bit inconsistent as well, so he needs to work on that a little bit. Number 37, we have Darnell Washington, the tight end from Georgia. Uh, six foot seven, 264 pounds. He has got a good frame, a good physique. He's got a good catch radius. Um, he's really good by the goal line because of his size, obviously, but he does tend to block with some wider hands, and his knees aren't necessarily um, that fluid and athletic. He does, he does kind of have stiff knees. Moving on to number 36, Lucas Van Ness, the edge from Iowa, six foot five, 270 pounds, good size, good muscular build. He's got long arms, um, but I think his feet are kind of stiff at times. He doesn't have good feet quickness, and I think he struggles um, rushing from interior moves as well. I think he's strictly kind of an outside type of guy. Number 35, Jalen Hyatt, wide receiver from Tennessee, six foot, 175 pounds. This guy, and I put this in all caps as well, speed. He's a speed demon. Um, he gets off, he, he's going to get a lot of off-man coverage because of his speed, because of the way, you know, I mentioned this in my receivers video, the way that the teams play the Dolphins, like they play off-man. Um, it's going to give him a lot of free catches, free slants, free outs, zigs, whatever. Um, so he's, he is going to get a lot of off-man, and then if they try to play him up tight, he's just going to run past them. Uh, and he's a playmaker. Had a lot of production this year at Tennessee. He scored five touchdowns against Alabama. That is no joke. Um, I think his route tree is a bit limited and he is a little lean. Now the route tree, now the route tree point is probably not as fair as it should be because he wasn't asked to run a lot of routes at Tennessee. I mean, they, they ran like pretty much strictly that vertical passing attack. So he probably wasn't asked to run a lot of those complex routes. So could he be a good route runner? I really don't know. I just didn't see a lot of it at Tennessee. Number 34, we have Cam Smith, the corner from South Carolina, six foot one, 180 pounds. I think he reads the quarterback very well. I think he also plays the ball very well, um, and he does not allow a lot of yards after catch. He's a pretty good wrap-up tackler. Um, did have 10 penalties in 2022, and he does need to be better in run support just because of his his small size. He's going to have trouble, um, you know, uh, playing the run, especially against a guy like fucking Derrick Henry. Can you imagine Derrick Henry and him in the A-gap together? That'd be insane. Next, at number 33, we have Mozzie Smith, the defensive lineman from Michigan, six foot three, 325 pounds. Um, for his, um, size, actually a pretty good athlete, obviously good size as well. Does have quick feet, is pretty bendy. Um, obviously, you know, he's a big guy, so stamina is probably not his best friend and he doesn't get upfield a lot. I feel like, I feel like he's more of just a, uh, you shall not pass more than he is an aggressor to go get a TFL. That's probably a stupid fucking analogy, but whatever. So now we're at number 32 and these ideally are going to be the first round guys, um, I understand that with positional value, some of these guys are going to get drafted a little lower, or in the cases of quarterbacks, you're going to get drafted a little higher than they probably should go. Um, I completely understand that, but these are all the guys that I have first-round grades. There's my top 32 players in the NFL draft, so let's get started with number 32, Josh Downs, wide receiver in North Carolina. Just talked about him in my video. Five foot nine, 170 pounds. He's quick. He's elusive. He's fast. Um, he is shifty. He's like a jackrabbit on the field. He's jumping all over the place. Um, does struggle with drops at times and does have a very small frame that could get absolutely obliterated at the NFL level. Number 31, Dalton Kincaid, my tight end number two out of Utah State. Six foot four, um, 250 pounds, speed, um, athleticism, catch radius. He's got it all. Um, he does need to work as a blocker, though. He's not a very good blocker. And from what I understand and researching about him, he hasn't been playing football for a long time. I think he just started playing football his junior, senior year of high school. So he hasn't been playing the position for a while. 
He'll get better, I promise you. But as right as of right now, he's not a very good blocker. Number 30, Jameer Gibbs, running back from Alabama. 5'9", 200 pounds, great acceleration, great receiving threat, great shiftiness. Um, think of just an Alvin Kamara. That's basically what Jameer Gibbs is. Um, does not do very well in short yardage situations because of his size. And although he got better at it in Alabama, I still would say that a weakness of his is blitz pickup um, for him. Number 29, Broderick Jones, the tackle from Georgia. Six foot five, 310 pounds. He is athletic. He's got long arms and he's got quick feet. But I think the power rush move often gets him. Um, and that's, I think, a good key to beat Broderick Jones. Number 28, Will McDonald, the edge from Iowa State, six foot four, two hundred and forty pounds, long arms. He's an explosive athlete. He's got a plus plus spin move. Um, I don't know if you guys ever remember watching Dwight Freeney, um, but it's very like that's like the best. It's one of the best spin moves I've seen since Dwight Freeney. And Dwight Freeney is like the king of the spin move. Uh, Will McDonald might give him a run for his money. His spin move is fucking awesome. Does need some work as a run defender though, unfortunately. Number 27, Osiris Torrance, the interior offensive lineman from Florida. Six foot five, 330 pounds. He's a big guy. He's really good in pass protection. And I think he does have some versatility because he did play center at his previous school, which I believe was Louisiana Lafayette. I believe that was his old school. Um, but he can't play guard, can't play center. I think sometimes he struggles with second level blocks and he is pretty fucking slow. So for my last prospect in this video, before we get into the top 25, I am going to talk about Anton Harrison, the tackle from Oklahoma, um, 6'4", 315. Um, you know, he's really good at the second level, getting to the linebackers, getting downhill. He's really good in the run block. Um, you know, he really fires his hands well off of the snap. Um, but I think he can be knocked backwards, so maybe needs to add a little bit of play strength. But those are my 59 through 26 best prospects in the NFL draft. Let me know what you guys think down below. Thank you guys for all for watching, and I will see you guys in tomorrow's video. Peace out.